Hi, and welcome to today's episode of Sci-Fi Cross-Sections, where uh, apparently I'm a fucking liar, because we're not doing, um, we're not going to do um, Another Life. We're not doing Another World. We're doing uh, the fifth season of Black Mirror. I let Colin, I asked him to, I, Colin's very accommodating, and this is going to tie back into it, but my first episode was uh, Event Horizon. I, being Andrew Miller of sci-fi cross-section fame andrew w.s andrew w.s miller because of that because yeah it's actually that the whole recurring joke is because of uh event horizon and i just asked colin if i could be on the show for that episode and he just let me and now here i am doing awful horrible shitty intros for the show colin do you want to pick this back up well yeah well the reason i asked you to be on the show is because we weren't being very analytical we were just talking about how we felt about things and then you showed up for Event Horizon, and you were just like, and this references Christianity, just and this references, and we're just like, just like oh, he should be here more notes. often. <laughs> you kind of forced everyone to be a little bit more analytical about... I bring up Not me! No. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel feelings. <laughs> Who do we have here today? We, I, I've heard a couple of sound-offs, but... Uh, One, two. Obviously, I'm here. Yeah? There's uh, Mark. Hello. Matt's back. Matt's back. <laughs> he sounds very and enthused about it. Last but certainly not least, we got. I don't know. Ben. This format's change yeah, is really freaking me I out. I know. That's well, more what so my disturbance was. I'm, I'm really like shell shocked right now by what's Andrew, happening. Andrew, Andrew started it, so I'm kind of just like. Is Miller the new host? I am. I am now. Right now, apparently, right, you've taken over. It's, you know what? it's a tap oh. takeover. <laughs> put that. Put it on the nitro. <laughs> Is that a flush? Hey, <laughs> in the event that I'm not here, someone has to host. I've. Uh, this is now a shock jock podcast about sci-fi. <laughs> Oh, that reminds me, Bill Jarvis is back again. Hey, 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 everybody, it's Bill Jarvis, back with the podcast. He actually has a microphone right now, I don't know if you meant to. If we're if we're doing that, I quit. If we're doing the hey, hey, hey! Oh, no. ASM Bill. That's Bill. more unnatural, though. This is natural. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're back, and we're actually going to be talking about Black Mirror Season 5, all three episodes of it. <sighs> However... Uh, I guess there's some things that we should tack on to last episode that we're kind of excited for. I guess it's not for 2019, but... Uh, oh, yeah, Event Horizon. I referenced that at the head of the show, at the top of the show. It's true. Where is Paul W.S. Anderson back no, on? He's not no. even... He's getting nowhere near it. All right, I quit the podcast. No. For those of you that haven't heard, Event Horizon TV series... On Amazon, coming soon. I love it. I, I have high hopes, but expect to be disappointed. Uh, I want to get for you guys who's going to be the executive producer. He's the guy that's doing uh, King Kong versus Jack Godzilla. Black. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jack Bezos. <laughs> Bezos Black. So yeah, so executive producer Bezos Kong. Uh, Adam Wingard. I don't know. He is the executive. I think I played Wingard on my PlayStation oh, yeah. Saturn. It's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, he's he's going to be the executive producer slash director of the series. To be fair, the bar for producing an Event Horizon TV show is very low. We are not expecting much out of this. Remind you right off the bat. Uh, just a reminder, everyone: the original Event Horizon came out in 1997, which, uh, and I quote. Is the butthole of cinema, according to Ben Young. Yeah, Ben Young 2012. <laughs> wasn't alive. Then. That's weird. This is I, like I some was kind physically, of like, I was physically alive, but all of that memory is this gone. This is kind of like some kind of Android synth Fallout 4 thing. So, uh, if only we had like a recording of it somewhere uh, that you might be able to... No, I wasn't alive in 2012. Ben, ben Young only allows 10 years of recorded memory. And after that, it just gets cut off. So five. he's currently only. Wait, five. Say, I've heard you say the the like the butthole of cinema like a dozen times. No, I've said it on the podcast. Someone said Ben Young twenty. Miller said Ben Young twenty twelve. I said I wasn't alive in twenty twelve. Oh, then. oh, twenty twelve. You weren't alive. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So the other reference. 2012, he like wasn't one, Ben Young. One you, you off comment two. has not taken hold. Benjamin Button, he was Benjamin Old in 2012. He's getting on in years. He's youngifying. This is a nightmare. <laughs> so, anyways, so if you haven't yeah. noticed, this is an advice podcast. <laughs> For the I think you should watch more Event Horizon. Watch Event Horizon every night before you go to bed. That's my solid advice. I don't or think psychologists don't, don't do that. Cue the Frasier music. That's copyrighted. That's copyrighted. Copyrighted. I feel like I feel like we're all like really slap happy because today's main event is nothing I, any of us really want to do. Honestly, can, show, show of hands for me. Obviously, you guys can't. But show of hands, who's excited to talk about Black Mirror today? I'm excited to yell about Black Mirror I'm like, today. Oh, I'm one third excited was, to talk about Black Mirror. About everybody. So, without further ado, I suppose we should just jump right into this bad bitch. So, do you guys want to do this in in order of episodes? I'll play the first five seconds of every episode. Do you want to do this in order, or could we just like bounce around? I mean, we might as well do it in in order. All right, so we're gonna start. We're gonna start with uh, Striking Vipers, directed by Owen Harris and written by Charlie Brooker. What'd they do? Anything? Charlie Brooker did Black Mirror, so you'd think it would be better. You would think it would feel like Black Mirror. This okay. felt like they had a story about cheating that they just worked into Black Mirror. Can I can I open up with my summary of of this of this, this episode? This is a spa- safe space for you to open uh, up. About I would prefer anything. if you do the summary of all the episodes. Well, but we're I, starting I with this one. I don't know if I have the summary of, of 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 all the episodes, but my summary of Striking Vipers is Charlie Brooker really wanted to tell us that he kind of has some gay thoughts for his bro every now and then. But it's definitely not gay. He's definitely not gay. He wants to kiss his bro. He definitely wants to kiss his bro, but it's not gay. And that is striking vipers. Okay, where's the butt? You know, no, well, there are, they don't do it. They don't, they don't do it on the butt. <laughs> I hear a butt yeah, coming. <laughs> I see, I, all of this resonates with me. So I don't know where basically, the, uh, the main star of this is uh, Anthony Mackie, uh, plays Danny. Yeah, Hawk Finch, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> him and his bud play a virtual reality game. <laughs> they for do like three seconds. They do, they do some fighting, but then they end up just kissing. Look, I know it's an hour and <laughs> seven minutes. And doing stuff. <laughs> I know it's an hour and seven minutes, but this is like... Oh my god. When you put it like that... Well, the four, the four, the foreplay was in the 90s when they were playing on the couch. I fucking guess, man. I don't know. You know, like... I gotta wonder what part of the script Anthony Mackie thought was good for his career. The part where nobody would watch this episode. <laughs> it's not a bad choice to be on Black Mirror. It's gained a lot of popularity in the last couple of years, and it wasn't before. And altogether, it like the acting was good, the dialogue was pretty good, the story felt fine. It just didn't feel Black Mirror. See, that's what I say about most of this season. Yeah. The story was f- fine, but it didn't feel like Black Mirror. I would say the Miley Cyrus one was the best one for me. Yes, I agree. I like the Miley Cyrus one the most. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that and we'll tell you why. I Because you were about to say you like the second one the most, you think, right? Yeah. I'm- and I'll tell you why I hate that one when we get to it. But... Yeah, no, this first one is easily the worst of the three and is 100. The first Black Mirror episode, and there have been Black Mirror episodes that I didn't like. The uh, first that comes to mind is the zombie one in season three. thought that one was really dumb. I don't even remember what it's called. That's how much I didn't like it. Uh, I think that this is the first episode that I'll tell everyone I recommend watch Black Mirror to just skip. Because <laughs> it's like, it's bad. I really think it's bad. I know you guys say like, oh, well, it's not Black Mirror, but like, I just thought it was bad. Do you think it was bad, though? <laughs> well, I'll cue the Michael Jackson music here. Here's here's I the thing. I, I, I didn't want to <laughs> I didn't want to just like, like, like hog the mic on this. But, but to elaborate, there is an idea that is immediately set out. And 
it is that a man loves his friend and his friend loves him back and doesn't know how to deal with it. And that is the basis of the story that we start with. And and very obviously, the moment the ga- the, the episode starts, you're like, okay, this is playing off of San Junipero. Uh, Booker saw a lot of success with San Junipero, so he's like, great, I'm going to do it with the other with the other sex now, and we're going to make a, a, a gay guy version of San Junipero, and it's going to win a bunch of other awards. And everyone's like, great, this sounds good. Representation plus awards equal money. And it starts off, like, on a good track, and it's it's... Weird, uh, who would put that kind of programming in their games to allow, into a fighting game, to allow the characters to start having sex, whatever. But it's it's like, okay, all right, this is going somewhere, this is going somewhere. And it ends literally nowhere. None of these characters, I felt like, have progressed in any way that, that, that made them uh, fully rounded out characters. Anthony Mackie is still... Like, like what, what killed it for me, what made me go, OK, this is done, it was when he, he kissed him in the rain and goes, it was like, no, I don't feel anything. I was like, so he's lying. OK, <laughs> I also I also thought that he was lying. I actually that's where I'm going to split from you, because I saw it as. They emotionally connected, but were not physically attracted to each other, so the video game gave them the physical medium to have that male-female bond where they were attracted to the opposite sex, and it complicated things. Hmm. So I didn't see it necessarily as like a... They loved each other and didn't know how to express it, but as a... They connected so deeply on one level that they introduced the physical aspect and they latched onto that, which is why it became so sexual so fast. I respect that uh, analysis. I think that uh, if Brooker had done a better job setting up that point of view, agree that it, then it would have been a worthwhile. They addition gave us to Black so Mirror. little in their backstory the, that at the end of the day, that's the, one of the biggest problems with Black Mirror is a lot of times they're trying to tell a story that requires a lot more time, and they just don't execute it well enough in that short span that they get for these episodes. So. Think they very often execute it well in, yeah, definitely. in that short amount of time. I think that's what makes Black Mirror so well known is how quickly and how effectively they they execute character development and progression of plot with without sacrificing characters. That's fair. Well, maybe this episode specifically suffered from not having enough time to develop yes. the plot that they wanted to. Though I will say there are scenes in that that I could think would be cut out, could be cut out without changing the plot. Or the character development. There are a handful of ones that didn't really build character, so they could have instead used that time to build backstory more, instead of having it being like a cold open kind of backstory. Yeah, I agree. We definitely need to see them as as younger individuals, uh, kind of maybe exploring that emotional connection between them more than just touching yeah. each other on the couch. I know. And then, and then and then humping him on the couch. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, 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 who who doesn't hump their bro? But they were tw- they were in their twenties. So, what was it? Choo choo, choo choo. Bro job? <laughs> Are you referring to a bro job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was, oh my god, it was just an adaptation of the green text. That's all this was. Okay. All right, so let's go back to Black Mirror being a form of 4chan. <laughs> Wait, who is this 4chan? Charlie Brooker is honestly probably just an incel. If I've learned one thing from season three of Sci-Fi Cross-Sections is that Ben does not like incels or people who are incels. No, they could die. You're going to alienate they our incel well audience. <laughs> they very well could. And Everybody's most of gonna, them will. Yeah, I mean, I'd venture to say 100% sorry, of sorry, them. Sorry, guys, I'm, I'm insulting Bill's lifestyle. Yeah, one will fight. No, no, I, I'm not going to say it, Ben. I'm not going to say it. I think you are, by definition, an incel. No, not. Cut that out. Cut that out. I'll cut out every part about this podcast except me talking. <laughs> what, uh, have, what have we done? No, uh, Mark, do you... But who are really we as, uh, you know, uh, 
what am I trying to say here? People? Yeah, who are we to judge <laughs> what video games you play with your bros, you know? I mean, I often want to smash with my bros. Yeah, except when you do it, you're playing as Pikachu, and uh, that's, that's super. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> this is this took the turn. The you even tried the You even tried the polar bear character. <laughs> Speaking of video games, we don't talk nearly enough about sci-fi video games on this I podcast. Tried. We did it once with Fallout Four. Yeah, because it's like pulling teeth to get people to watch ten episodes of a show. You can't very, expect very people to play is. 40 hours play of a video game. Yeah. 100 hours of Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, we're 100% doing a podcast yes. on Cyberpunk. Oh, I'm 100% but we have, we have a lot of time. We'll probably, we'll probably do like Multiple five hours. weeks of just coming in and talking about Cyberpunk. Then I expect Ben to start a WordPress on it. What I, uh, I, what I think we could do is, because we have our, our goals for two weeks, two weeks, two weeks for shows. If we say like, okay, everyone has two months to play this game. And then, yes, ideally, we should be planning out that far ahead so you have time to do stuff. All right. You I all agree. have two months to play and finish Horizon Zero Dawn. I'll talk to you all. Oh, later. shit. We could just do it next. Does anyone else have anything that they want to say about uh, Striking Vipers? I've said my piece. Do we want to do good, bad, good, bad sci fi? I think. Yeah, well, that's at the oh, end. I oh. missed that. Yeah. Well, like oh, per episode, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Per, per episode. episode. Per episode. Would you say that this was good sci fi? Bad sci-fi. Miller? I wasn't a big fan of this particular sci-fi. They brought back those, like, uh, that cool VR game from uh, USS Callister. But that was, I mean, that was all it was. To me, it was just, like, a weird, you know, relationship drama, uh, which primarily took place in the video game. This episode as a whole didn't do a lot for me. I, I, would, I would agree with Ben for once. On uh, this being the uh, weakest uh, weakest episode in this particular season, you always agree with me. You just don't always know it. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hard disagree with you in about <laughs> two and a half minutes. Uh, bad sci-fi. Bad episode. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. It was a waste of Charlie Parker's talent. Don't ever watch it. I would say bad sci-fi because I definitely felt tacked on. The tech part was unnecessary for the story uh i wouldn't say it's unnecessary but i do agree it's bad sci-fi especially because they always i mean while they sometimes bring back like things from different parts of the show i feel like they this is like straight recycled material as far as the sci-fi aspect of it and just the way they use it has changed a little bit but i mean yeah um i would agree that this was bad sci-fi I think you all said all the points. You said it was recycled, in which it was. Uh, I like that you said that while there was a sci-fi piece to it, it it was kind of just in the background. It didn't matter as much. Uh, Bill, did you watch the episode? Yes. I'd say it's bad sci-fi because it didn't make me ask a question. Ooh, I, feel like I good, like that. I feel like good sci-fi is something that's like... I asked plenty of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Not not the right questions. I question things about myself, but not society. Why am I still watching this? Why am I still watching this? Why did Anthony Mackie decide to do this? Why are my pants off? Speaking of something that's 100% not sci-fi. Mark's getting something out of the laundry room. That's pretty fictiony. <laughs> no, I meant what's the, what's the, uh, what's the next episode? Oh, so yes. <laughs> yes, we're going to talk about smithereens i believe it was directed by james hawes and written by charlie brooke anthony mack oh. um who wants to give a it quick summary like of smithereens just jump into smithereens oh i hate summaries uh you better nail this otherwise you're fired uh, oh i'm sorry too much pressure uh, uh, suspended without pay there oh. you go oh, okay wait no i need that pay <laughs> <laughs> Ben, would you like to do the summary, and then I will sure. immediately rant after? Just off of memory, because I don't have this prepared. I mean, um, fly through it. It's fine. No, yeah. Uh, uh, guy is upset because uh, he's a piece of shit and wants to blame it on everyone else, and uh, decides to take an intern, not knowing he's an intern, hostage of a company, of a social media company, in an efforts to get the 
uh, Zuckerberg equivalent's attention to uh, tell his story? Matt, discuss. Okay. <laughs> I actually, I actually like this episode a lot too. I, I did up until the end. Okay, so I like this. I like the episode because it starts giving you a now, like a present timeline. And I wasn't sure why the hell they were doing that because they can't introduce nutso technology. They can't do anything. How are they going to pull this off? And then it just kept building as this weird revenge story. And then it immediately clicked when the company got involved that, oh, they're making us try to realize that we live in some weird dystopian like tech future. Now we, we love to point out, Oh, this is this crazy technology that could get out of control if people didn't do something, but that's exactly what's happening. Now we give so much data to these companies without thinking about it at all. Oh, I think about it all the time. I still willingly do it. Yeah, exactly. What's eerie is that uh, if you if you read in the very, very beginning of the episode, right before it says Smithereens, it takes place in 2018. Yeah. So it's actually and so it's like, yeah, so it, it, it's even <laughs> weird. Just we're even worse dystopian now. This isn't the first Black Mirror episode to take place in present day. There are many. Oh, of I'm them sure. But I mean, it's just kind of it dials forward that like if they had this much knowledge back a year ago, I mean, imagine what they have now. It's just exponential growth. I roll to that statement. Uh, the story itself was fine. Uh, it was cool, you know, like, dude, the, the tension was good. The suspense was good. The characters were good. Topher Grace was phenomenal. Uh, Andrew Scott is an amazing actor. The guy that played yes. uh, Moriarty. More, yeah. The driver? The driver. He's uh, a phenomenal okay. actor. I don't know. I didn't know him, uh, but I, I do know Topher Grace. Who's Topher Grace in that? He was Zuckerberg. He wow. He right. <laughs> yeah, he oh looks great, God. doesn't he? He is wonderful he in that. He looks better than me. Um, and I and I and I loved that whole scene on the phone with him. Uh, I I I roll I I roll at any story that's like, look at how addicted you are to your phones. We are giving internet our data because that's the future. And you, if you want to progress as a society, that's the way we need to go. I'm, you know, I'm very much in that book, I guess, a futurist where it's like, I will happily hand over all the data I got on myself if it means that my technology is more personalized to me. Now, in this case, it's also a little bit more towards social media addiction, which I get. Uh, and once I learned what Mr. Driver did, did way and, too late. Yeah. Hmm. What? Sorry, God. No, what'd you say? Oh, I just said way, way past the point of they, this is why I said, go ahead. Cause I didn't want to get like off on my own tangent, That's okay. but it, I, they led you to believe that it was more about the addictive side of it. And that he seemed like a frustrated person with, Frustrated with how no one has conversations anymore and and everyone everyone that got in the back of his car immediately was on their phone and wasn't paying any attention. He was trying to engage them and they kind of led you to believe it was about that. And I feel like it took way too long to get to the actual point they were trying to get across. Mm -hmm. And I think that detracted from the ultimate meaning of it. Yeah, I actually, if you don't mind, I'm going to bounce off of that and say I felt like that added to it and the fact that his obsession was less about how technology is so bad and you get so addicted. It was that he got sucked into it and he blamed himself for it and went down the spiral because of it. That wasn't the like crazy tech. It was the executives who could pull this stuff up and the fact that they could legally and openly just listen in on a conversation while like something was on hold without consent. And there was, there were so many other factors that were the like creepy tech stuff him himself. That was just a personal problem. That was, he got sucked into this addictive thing. It's like somebody saying what I, my life was destroyed by gambling. Yeah. That is a whole industry built around destroying your life and taking your money. 
And if you get sucked into it, it sucks and it's awful. And that's a weird industry. But you fell into it. And that was kind of like he blamed himself. Yeah, and I get he blamed himself. And I feel like I, that he, wasn't he the 100% like... should blame himself because he was uh, a loser. <laughs> I know just... you didn't like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just... I, I, I might be biased because I work in you know, the data field and then marketing. And I see the importance to the work that's being done there. The whole listening into conversations when you're on hold thing, that oh, that's already exists. If you call any of my clients, uh, I, I've listened to your conversations all the time uh, to not, not even because I want to know about you, but because I want to know about the employees who are answering the phones for you to make sure that they are making my job easier by doing their job. So I've listened into conversations all the time when people are on hold and I don't care about that. I don't care about the fact that they can look up my data like that, because I think that if that data is easily and readily available to the people who are going to be in charge, no matter what we do, then they might as well use it to make my life better. Which so far they have. I don't see weird ads. Which you did. Nice. You changed. Yeah. You changed my perspective on that a little bit when we got into a conversation about, Oddly accurate ads. Mm -hmm. like it, it, it almost seems like sometimes as you're talking about something, you'll start getting ads for it immediately. And you, you said you kind of enjoy the targeted marketing of it because you get much better content now. You're not getting content for things that you'll never actually buy, but they're, you're, you're getting marketed towards for things that you actually enjoy and you, yep. and you, Oh, Oh, i actually might buy this. And, you know, I've, I find myself saying that more and more lately when I see an ad on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever, you know. And you get good enough, you can learn how to hack the system. You, this just happened, actually. I was just browsing D&D Beyond and was looking into, you know, the, the price for, for the full book set and such. And I left the site and like that, because I had a D&D Beyond cookie in my folder, uh, they were like, hey, we just saw you were just on our site. How about 20% off if you come back and, and get that stuff you were looking at? And I was like, yeah. I was looking at a cool pair of indestructible shoes that I was like, oh, that'd be good for working on set. I looked at it. It was like 70 bucks. I don't know if I could if I could invest in that. Left the site. Oh, you like that? those shoes? How about 10% off if you come back? Sure. Why not? I'll come back. Like, yeah, like it's scary, I guess, but only scary in a 15 years ago sense of the of the. Of See, the nobody idea. offers me money off to come back to their site. That's my big. That's my. Do you big, have your Do you have your cookies off? Do you have uh, ad ad blocks on? I do have ad blocks. That's why. Oh wow! Turn I'll your, keep I'll keep my ad blocks on. Turn your ad blocks off. <laughs> you didn't clip the audio. Does anybody, it's a breakthrough. Anybody else have anything to add to this episode before we move on? I'd like to talk about how I do market research by because as soon as I started with this answering service call center, every single ad is a competitor of mine that I look into. Yep. Every single time. You're welcome. It's amazing. We don't mean they we don't they didn't mean to do that, but Yeah, they did it for me. <laughs> they did my research for me, which is amazing. Uh I did also want to say that I thought the cut to black was really cheap and really dumb and they didn't need to do that. I would have liked a more concrete ending for sure. I mean, it was rough not knowing exactly what happened, but I, I think that it just kind of, I think what they were going for and maybe didn't stick the landing was they were trying to go for a, well, now that this event is over, everyone's just going to go on with their lives. Like That's nothing what I ever thought happened they were going with. Because I figured that everybody's <laughs> getting these, like they're getting these notifications and they're just like, Oh, I bet I'm in traffic. I better drive, you know, or, um, you know, oh, it's, you know, somebody patted me on the back. I get disengaged now. And even um, even uh, Zuck himself. Um, Topher Grace. Topher, yeah. It's Topher Zuckenberg. Um, Billy Bauer, is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, even he just went back to his quote-unquote techno retreat. You know, he, it, it's just the transient nature of all of these tragedies we're seeing on social media that are just they're flash in the pan they're just this is it's it's a hashtag for 30 minutes or so and then something else happens you know you're you can you can see it now you know if, as soon as something happens something else immediately comes in to take its place and there's a whole 
you know, insidious sort of uh, psyop kind of conspiracy going on that I'm not going to get into here because I don't want all of us to be drone struck. <laughs> um, but I'll just say that uh, if anybody listens to this and takes anything away, spend a little bit less time on Twitter. I'm on Twitter right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm arguing with an idiot. I definitely. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say that was an amazing point. That I I, that's why missed. they invited me uh, that was to do the show in the first place. That I that I missed. I've got all the comments about Christian imagery. I've got all the comments about it, drone striking incels in Bill's basement. I, I also like they kind of made a point about um, the dangers of spreading misinformation. Um, yes. When the those two kids who just would not leave because they were so interested in being in harm's way that. They were listening in on everything and taking all the pictures and videos, and then they wound up spreading the... Everything. Information in this universe, and in our universe even, travels at at the speed of light. With those kids just hearing that offhand remark from the cops, it's like, fake gun. He's seeing, oh, fake, he sees that people are coming up. He's like, something's wrong. They knew. And then that's what, it's just... So, so the information tr- travels at the speed of light, and you can't take anything back. It's the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the Wild West right. anymore. I heard some. I, yeah, I read, those walking spiders aren't aren't coming back anytime soon. I don't like spiders. Um, <laughs> I, I read, did I say walking spiders? Maybe I meant like yeah. the Wild Wild West giant. Oh, that spider. yeah, Loveless. And I, <laughs> that's I realized, a sci-fi movie. I realized I just said walking spiders. Like, yeah. oh, I mean, all spiders. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you never, you never do see a crippled spider, do you? This is the end of the episode. <laughs> um, I, I can't remember. I, I, oh, I just read an article uh, or part of an article anyway. <laughs> Isn't that just the uh, 2019 in a nutshell? I read a headline, but uh, yeah, you know the the uh, the internet's just so. It it seems like, you know, even 10 or 15 years ago, the internet was the wild west. You know, it was a, it was the next frontier. In terms of, uh, you know, just going out and exploring the the expansive nothing that is there. And it's just civil. It's just more, quote unquote, civilized now. Back in, I don't know, 2008, there were a trillion websites. Now there are like six. (laughs) I mean, there are still a trillion websites. Yeah, but just if you look on your phone, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, if you're. I get what you're saying. In a maniac than Tumblr. I still use Google Plus. Yeah. <laughs> you actually, I, I know you're invites. lying because it got shut down. <laughs> no, Mark's got a private server. And then uh, Snapchat, Reddit. There are five five or six websites. There, yeah. Nobody nobody goes on the internet. AOL. Except, Don't forget AOL. Uh, yeah, I use AIM right now. <laughs> Mark, check your messages. I've got a great talking uh, That's point a true point. People don't like browse the web anymore. Wikipedia is where you go if you have to browse for something. It, yeah, I disagree it, because that's not true. I mean, Reddit I still browse browsing the, yeah. the internet. I still browse, but you're you're fair. Going but on a lot of times you're not it. going to websites. But just before you, you were you, you were going on Google, you were going on StumbleUpon, you were going on Ask Jeeves. But even StumbleUpon was just a standalone Bing. app. It wasn't it wasn't a website that you went to to yes, look through links. It was uh, not me for I when I was on uh, Firefox, I always just had the stumble upon extension uh-huh. and i would just hit that on the bar and i would just take me to a random website well sonic that came after but, the website which okay, i accessed through Compu- but at the same time how is that not browsing the web you're literally getting yes. a random web page yeah. and it's the same thing with reddit there's a reason reddit calls themselves the front yeah, page let's of the do internet. an episode about seo let's just do that i can so yeah i know online. me too yeah all right so guys real quick let's go on the table good sci-fi or bad sci-fi for smithereens we're gonna start with you ben Okay, fine. Uh, not sci-fi, so I guess bad sci-fi. Uh, it's it's neither. I guess it's science, but it's not. I guess it's fiction too. All right, it's fine sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> I just concession. That was a roller coaster ride. I heard what was happening, but I would love to have seen what was going on in your head. It's fine. It's not. It's not my kind of sci-fi, but it's fine. Okay. I'll say I love the story. Bad sci-fi. It, you, you don't set a sci-fi in modern day with our current technology. That's not the point of sci-fi. It's, it's, it's asking questions using metaphors, and this was literally just a snapshot of our world. 
I everything that Matt just said was what I was gonna say. Essentially, suck it. So bad sci-fi. Good episode. Bad sci-fi. <clears throat> I agree. Bad sci-fi. Um, I thought it wasn't. I thought it wasn't great sci-fi uh, for the exact reason Ben stated. I thought it was a great 1984. Yeah, which is the past. You know what? I will say the one thing I did love was they basically showed how obsolete the FBI is now. With oh, they destroyed the FBI. Yeah, that was great. Hey, dunked on them. Dunked for two. Bill. Um, I'd say that there were no new ideas presented. I believe that that's bad sci-fi when it's like, oh, we're distracted and we don't pay enough attention. Okay, cool. You made an episode of Black Mirror about that. Bill's laying down the three laws really, of sci-fi in this thing. I really appreciate that you're an engineer now because you're going to be that engineer that everyone like tunes in hoping that he'll say more. Is he going to say the words? Is he going to do anything besides, hey, hey, hey? Because, because compared to all of us, you sound eloquent and well-spoken. Which you are anyway. That wasn't. That sounded worse than I meant it's, it. <laughs> Fooled you, you. You are the eloquent and well-spoken <laughs> one. <laughs> Fooled you, everybody. This is my real voice. Hey, 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 everybody. Please edit that in, Foghorn. I I honestly think we need to move on to the next episode now because it is getting late oh, as yeah, we record we this. Uh, <clears throat> so the best one. Yeah, so the episode three was Rachel Jack and Ashley Two, uh, directed by Anne Switsky. Don't know what else she's done, and written by Charlie Brooker. Wow! I just want to point season. out all of Charlie's, all of Black Mirror's best episodes aren't written by Charlie Brooker. So take that for what you will. I will take like that for what you. Who wants to sum this one up real quick? Sure. <laughs> by memory. Um. Rachel Jack and Ashley 2 is about Rachel Jack and Ashley 2. Rachel is a uh, girl who doesn't really fit into her new school, as we've all felt. She's 15. Jack is her older sister. Edgy. Uh, Rachel is... hmm? Edgy. Edgy. Edgy rock girl. Uh, Rachel is obsessed... Only listens to Pixies. Rachel is obsessed with a... shitty bands like uh, Sonic Youth. (laughs) Rachel is obsessed with a pop star named Ashley, who comes out with a new android called Ashley. Ashley 2, which is basically like that Robo Pup. No, it's like a it's like a shitty Jibo. <laughs> it's like a knockoff Jibo. And uh, she uh, begins spending time with it. Meanwhile, the real Ashley is wrapped up in a crazy plot. Played by Miley Cyrus. Played by Miley Cyrus. Of, Miley, of Hannah Montana fame. I and, don't think she's done anything else. Uh, it is wrapped up in a crazy plot where she uh, is attempted to be murdered by her bitch aunt, of an aunt who is also her manager so that they can then mine her or she's she's put in a coma so then they can mine her mind for music that they could sell and then they holograms and blah 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 anyway uh ashley too comes to uh life after something is deleted from her brain she sees after, a news report what is seeing a news report real ashley do you want to do this i do okay go ahead i don't want to do it anymore <laughs> That, well, no, because you, you're summing it up. I'm just talking about key plot points. I'm basically just going to recite the episode <laughs> from memory. Yeah. Ashley, you're summing Ashley it up. Too. I'm just <laughs> basically summing it up, but in other Ashley other words. 2 sees a news report that Ashley is in a coma. It sends her crazy, breaks some coding. It turns out it's the same kind of software we see in Black Mirror many, many times, where it's her full mind in the, in the robot, and uh, they go out on a mission to... Uh, save, well, first kill, then save Ashley from her crazy aunt, and that's basically it. Kill her from her crazy aunt. Yeah. Well, well, uh, they go, uh, Angry Rice thinks that they're going to save, Rachel and Jack think they're going to save her, Ashley too obviously plans to kill her, knowing that she can't be saved, thinking she can't be saved, but discovering that she can. Thank God there was her redeeming factor in you this know what? series. I, I, I spent about 50% of the episode disliking it just because I was like, where is this going? This is meandering about. Very it was, tropey. It was very tropey. I saw the one, I took one look at this Jibo knockoff and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What's going on? I think what really did it for me, there was a, there was a definitive turning point in the episode and it was when her aunt poisoned her with her... Um, her medication she had been saving 
and then after that, it just became came uh, became kind of like a an escape to Witch Mountain, you know, harrow, harrowing teen adventure with robots, you know, and then and then defunct pop stars. Yeah, and you know what? It was entertaining. Like so much. Like yeah, Black Mirror is like ooh gritty, ooh sci-fi, ooh look at this thing that's happening in our world. But you know what makes the best Black Mirror episodes? They're entertaining and they hold my attention. And the first two, the the second one did a little bit of that, but lost me towards the end. But and the first one did none of that. And and and, and you know like yes, it's tropey as Mark said. Like it has full of cliches. But it's just fun. And I thought like 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 I love Angry Rice number one. I've I've thought she's been like a star to watch since uh the nice guys. Oh yeah. Ryan Gosling. That was where I recognized her yes. from. And she's in Spider Man. Um she yeah. is uh Betty Brant in Spider Man. Yeah. Uh and and she's just hilarious. She's like her comedic timing has been like that since she's a kid. Um and she was fun to watch. And uh, I thought Miley Cyrus, I've always liked Miley Cyrus. I've never had an issue with her. Like the public decided to have an issue with her at one point, And then they're like, I guess she's OK. And I know I always thought she was cool. And uh, I thought she did a really good job in this. Uh, it was nice to see her acting again. Big fan of Hannah Montana. And uh, and and I, I liked the outcome. I thought, oh, happy ending. We don't get those often. And so. You don't. Yeah, yeah we got that was nine inch nails too. That was the big. <laughs> yeah. That was the big thing for me in that episode. Is I feel like most of the episodes. I haven't seen all of Black Mirror's episodes, but more than oh, 90%. nearly all of them. Yeah, more, <laughs> than, more than ninety five. More than ninety percent of them, and you're just like, oh, that was really interesting, like uh-huh. in retrospective, but kind of bummed out. And that was that ended, and there was a lot to think about, and it also. It had a nice, like, positive ending to it. Literally all the protagonists made out well there. Like, Ashley, too, still stuck around. And so, I don't know how much Black Mirror you guys have all watched, but that tech of uh, of Ashley, too, is very prominent in the series. Oh, yeah. The, the, like, mental snapshots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's a very common thing. They did that in White Christmas, too. White Christmas uses it. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, it was in Black Museum. Um, Yeah. It was the electric chair. I didn't watch it. I've watched exactly Black Museum's fantastic. Five Black or six Museum's episodes, good. I think. Oh, I've seen that. I watched oh, USS Callister, Prime Minister and the Pig, and um, uh, White Christmas, and then these three episodes. So it was cool to see that tech back. I was really happy to. And uh, normally, when that tech's involved, you go. <sighs> Because everything bad's about to happen from here on out. Because you're putting a brain in a computer and uh, people don't like that. But this one, it turned out okay. And like uh, I like that that Ashley, too, very quickly accepted her, her position in the world, which doesn't happen very yeah, often. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like, yeah, no, I'm a robot. I'm a, I'm, the, I'm not Ashley. I'm her mind, but it, I'm basically Ashley. And then it's just like she just hangs out with... Uh, with uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley. <laughs> I, I did have a moment after the episode where I, I was like, oh, no, I realized all those robots that got crunched, munch yes. crunched up in the yes. in the uh, factory. Ugh. But then you got a question. Is it does it matter? Yeah. Are they really alive or do they think they're alive? Let's not get into this. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I'm of the opinion. No. Yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, we're, you're getting into robot rights. If your robots begin talking to you, they have no rights. Destroy them immediately. Robot that's right, rights. Alexa, kill yourself. <laughs> and everybody's Alexas just now did. Hey, Alexa. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the floor, which means he's not clipping the mic. <laughs> Uh, I also I had to cough and then I started laughing and I fell out of the chair and I did really I had the uh, Nine Inch Nails I kept hearing it oh, that was all I could hear it was like yeah. a, it was Get like what a Nine I Inch Nail in my brain because yeah. they because they did the first one which just a little like three seconds yeah, yeah. and I'm like that sounds what so... the fuck is this yeah and then I heard it again and I'm like That's this definitely... is the fucking Nine Inch Nails song what, is, what song is this and then they played more and I'm like. This is head like a hole. Why is this head like a hole? And it was, yeah. And it was every so time good. they played it, I was like, how, 
how did they not get in trouble for this? Yeah. This is totally, maybe he had something to do with it. And then when they did that yeah, at the end of the, at the, the episode, end. I'm like, I was so prepared okay. to come into this okay. episode <laughs> and be like, did you guys know yeah, about yeah. the reference? I have been told by my friend, by the way, and, and uh, this was told by my friend, so I'm not saying this. But uh, that 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 version, Miley's version of the song is yeah. now a gay anthem, oh, <laughs> quote unquote, just so oh. everyone's aware. We're not here to talk about dystopian gay future. Here, I thought you were going to come in and oh, say wait, someone. There is nothing dystopian about a gay future. I thought you were going to say someone, you know, said that was a better version. And I was about to be very no, offended. <laughs> no, but but apparently apparently gay people love that song. It's, it's a like, good song, and it, it, it plays at a lot of gay bars. And, and anybody and, likes any song, though. I heard uh, Father. <laughs> I heard song. Father John Misty uh, cover um, "Closer" when I saw him live once, and uh, that's not a gay anthem. It seems like everyone who does. <laughs> it seems like everyone who covers a Nine Inch Nails song just does it better, though. Just does it better. Right. Does it better? Does it care? Uh, on next episode, we're going to talk about all the songs that are not gay anthems. So going to be a pretty short list. First up, George Strait. Here we go. We got him too. You'd right. think Ring of Fire, but it actually is. <laughs> it's all about eating spicy food and then, you know. <laughs> Does anybody else have anything else they want to say about this episode? I, I will say, uh, with them just dealing with the Ashley 2 and this, like, mental snapshot, I wasn't sure that they were going to meet my like, Oh, new tech, like something new answer, like asking some new questions because it was all stuff they had before. Mm -hmm. But then the dream stuff where yeah. like they were sucking the information out of her dreams to try to write songs that completely sold me on the episode. Yep. Yeah. And that was really interesting. We could just segue straight into good sci-fi, bad sci-fi with that. One. I would say good sci-fi. They asked some interesting questions about people's rights and their thoughts and the how personal they are, and that was great. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think of it that way. I just really enjoyed robots. <laughs> the tiny arms! <laughs> the tiny <laughs> arms were so cute! <laughs> Mark, good sci-fi. Sci I loved it. <laughs> I feel like I said a lot already no, in that episode part. So. Uh, I also say that it was good sci-fi. Not so much the consciousness in the robot, but also the the fact that they were extracting the thoughts from a sleeping person. Oh, that's a G. Oh, that's an F sharp. Like that was cool. Yeah. Taking those lyrics that she was already thinking, and it's like, okay, dial up the happiness by this much. Do this, and I was like. This is insane. This is like, it was it was good sci-fi. I, I, I got what they were going for with that part, but I didn't like that it was the famous music producer sitting there, and it was the the the, the like the artist uh, manager aunt that was like, hmm, this is how you should tweak the song to get it to do what makes it sound <laughs> perfect, and he's just like. No way! This is working. Like he's the fucking like the famous music just producer. Ignoring her commands and it's like whatever, fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you never wrote a song in your life. Ben, good sci-fi. I had a lot of fun. Thank God this was the last one I watched because if this was the first one I watched, I would have probably shot myself. It's. <laughs> I, I, okay, I'm sorry. I need to say this. I sound very, very, very hard on this season. I love Black Mirror. In fact, before I watched this season, I caught up on everything season four, and I was very surprised at how much I loved it, especially Metalhead, because like I thought Metalhead was going to be dumb, but Metalhead was awesome, and we should talk about it. Um, but yeah, no, good sci-fi. Sure. Bill. Oh, me. Um, I'd say that... <sighs> I'd say it's good sci-fi. But it's not my cup of tea. Um, I feel like it's missing some of the je ne sais quoi of, uh, of previous seasons. I feel like it's very... It feels like the American version of Black Mirror. I don't know. I don't know how to describe uh, it anymore. I feel like... It, it, I, I feel see like, that, though. I feel like there's like... um, 
I don't know. I don't know. There's zero there's, British people. You're, 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 there's an artistic feel that was missing that I really enjoyed, and more of a I don't know. I don't know how to describe gray. You're, you're not the first person to make that argument right. ever since season three. I'm not saying like that's unoriginal. Oh, like, no, I'm, I'm right. validating your opinion sure. in this case, where it's like a lot since season three, everyone's like, oh, it's kind of Americanized. Yeah, it is. And it's like I get it, but yeah. but anyway, um, I'd say that I what I'd love to see is Black Mirror go more to its roots. And just put more British people in it. Yeah. Pig fucking. Yeah, yeah. Pig fucking would be good. If we could add that. Can we just call it pig fucking mirror? <laughs> you know, I, I, I had someone never watch, who never watched Black Mirror watch watch that episode. Because I was like, because like they were like, the other person was like, no, we can't have her ever watch this. And I was like, no, we need to have her watch this. Because once she sees this, everything else is fantastic. And we, she, we had her watch it. She goes, I'm never watching this show again. <laughs> Oops. I just wanted to ask, uh, can we say curses on this podcast? I mean, we I definitely fucking can. Yeah, I didn't edit them out before. And I'm what what the fuck, now. Bill? Can okay. you just fucking okay. say what okay, you guys look, say? Heck, heck off, spot, Bill. Listen, if, I, off. if I could leave this with one note. Pig fucking. Thank you. No time for plugs, it's all we got, boys. <laughs> I'll just insert the same plugs. Insert game here, twitch.tv slash that. Mark works for Oho Customs, Matt works for Oho Customs, Ben works for Aspire Productions, Colin does this podcast, Bill is our recording guy. Good night. Bandersnatch wasn't that good and you really should stop overhyping it. My stinger is a joke that I came up with um, while I was in the drive-thru of uh, Dairy Queen. You ever... Okay, so have you ever driven through Dairy Queen multiple... Where we all are going to, of course, yeah. have our great ideas. Yeah. Have you ever driven through Dairy Queen and, like, like fade out. you... You ordered... Did you ever have a dream where... No, do you ever are you ever drive through Dairy Queen and then like you get up to the window to get your food and they do the blizzard flip. They's like, here's your blizzard flip. And I just want to say to him, this is the third time I've been here this week. I don't need to keep seeing this. And I'll give him this like, like polite little smile. Like, I've seen it. And it's like, I can't tell them this is the third time I've been here. I've lost control of my life. Hey. I just want to add to that. How must they how must they feel hopefully it's not the same girls how must alternatively i don't care because they're all in high school <laughs> mr i don't have anybody to impress mr miller i understand i understand that you're, <laughs> i understand that it's very inconvenient for you for sir the flip to happen. if i don't do this mr dq will come and he'll take my money <laughs> sir i understand i have to flip the blizzard where do, you think, where do you think the cookie dough comes from mr to be fair, i pictured mr dq as just being mac at night so, <laughs> that's a different guy i picture the monopoly man i pictured a dilly bar with just a suit on <laughs> like a giant <laughs> a giant dilly bar head <laughs> I don't know. Day, aren't we all dilly bars with giants? How many bars? times? How many times can I drive through the Dairy Queen and have them be like, "Mr. Miller, your card for your Blizzard's been declined again," <laughs> and then it just then slumps they, out. They just turn it and it just pours out. It's powered. Dairy Queen Blizzards are powered by capitalism. They don't stick unless you pay. <laughs> Hit end. <laughs> <laughs> Do I hit the red one or the block? No, I hit the still hit the block. Okay.